What up, guys? Coach Jimmy here. Today I have Taylor, Coach Bam, Coach Zach, Mr. Zach Carey, Yo. <laughs> and me, Coach Jimmy. Guys, today we're going to be talking about some uh, competition jitters, competition, mindset competition. Uh, we're going to be talking about injury, recovering, the mindset of coming back after you've been injured and how hard it is to to step foot back on the mat after a hiatus or whatever all that kind of stuff bam's looking a little suspicious over there smiling so i'm chewing my pretzels i'm trying to be quiet i got the most noisy snack there is trying to be quiet so he got a noisy snack for the podcast and he's just looking at me like this just a little oh. ear biscuit for everybody i'm almost done just lean we'll back. wait. We got time. We'll I'm going to wait until like, y'all forget about them and just throw a random one in. <laughs> we got time. Nah, he's I feel like y'all were actually waiting <laughs> in those little paws. Yeah, we. I put the camera on him. I put the camera on him and it was just like... Anyway, guys, uh, we got Zach on here. I've been trying to get Zach on here for a while. Um, He's it, one of the staples in our school. He's actually... I, I feel like he is the heart of our competition team. He is the guy that pulls everybody together, that gets everybody motivated to work hard. He is the guy in our school that pushes everyone else to to just do more. And and I he don't call himself a coach, but I feel like in my heart of hearts that he is the heart of the team tech team, the competition team, because um, he doesn't give those loud talks or anything like that in front of the school, but he's the guy that kind of sits one-on-one -on -one and says, hey, what's your goal? What are you doing to work towards it? All right, well, let's do that. I need to see more out of you. And he's the guy behind the scenes that's making this team have such good results and, and, and just making us all so close. That's my opinion. Uh, what do you think about that, Bam? I agree, Mike. Wholeheartedly, I know, especially with some of the uh, younger uh, kids, like teenagers that have transitioned to a, the adult program, he's really taken all of them under his wing and talked to them individually and trying to help them towards their goals. You can, gladly, you can start helping people sign up for comps too. Hey, no, that ain't, that's all <laughs> yeah. you. I, you well, I mean, we seen what happened when I tried to sign up for this last one. I, I still had to have help. Never been able to sign up on my own. Always. Have to have someone sign up for me. We got figured out, but no, I agree with Coach Jimmy. Yeah, I, I, I would have to say, I, I, that's where he is. This school would not be the same without him. What do you think, Taylor? No, I agree, a hundred percent. Zach's always the guy that's on the side that's cheering everyone on, and like he tells you when you're messing up, he tells you when you're doing good. He's the one that, it, especially like Bam was saying, like the younger teenagers really. Like they go to Zach for, yeah, for everything. And it's not just the younger guys. Like even like he had my back this Saturday. Like I was just, oh yeah. Like after like everything that happened, I was mentally gone, and he was there to like calm me down. Mm -hmm. What happened uh, for you with you this Saturday? Uh, from gonna, your your point of view, we're just from, diving right in. Yeah, we let's are. Go ahead, let's get into it. From my point of view, yeah. Like so, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I was sitting at home hitting refresh on this. Uh, thing trying to see how our guys do. I didn't want to bother you guys, but like I was sitting at home, like going, 
what's happening, who's who's doing what, how's our guys doing. Taylor was like calling me and giving me random updates about how our team was doing. This is one of the first tournaments that I didn't go to. Mm-hmm. Like I have planned on not going a few times and I still like last minute, like, let's go. We right. need to be there for our guys. And um, I, I've always wanted to be a coach. And I think that that's part of being a coach is showing up for these and these are small tournaments that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Like the tournaments don't really matter. Like people are just getting experience. Most coaches don't go to these. And, but it's hard for me to not be there because it's like, man, I want to be there when you guys are having all those emotions like run through you and stuff. So I can just be like, hey, you got this. Calm down. Like, um, good example Zach hurt his arm a few years ago and everybody around us was freaking out. And I, got the opportunity to go, you're fine. Calm down. And he was, he was straight until he saw his arm. And, you know, and <laughs> there's something about seeing your arm, like kind of poking out of a gi that really, it'll, it'll get you kind of worried. Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew I wasn't any help and so I stepped outside. Like, I'm pretty sure Cobb or Bam Bam, can I call you Cobb on here? You can, but everybody on this podcast, everybody calls me Bam Bam. All right, bam, bam. <laughs> this man, all I hear him say, that's pretty bad. And I was like, yeah, that's probably not what I need to hear right now. <laughs> and then he just stepped away. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Zach's mom was like, oh, my God. Ah, my baby. Ah. Uh, what do I do? What do I need to do? That's my baby. That's my baby. And I just looked her in the eyes. I was like, he's fine. I think uh, calm down. You grabbed her too, didn't you? Yeah, like you, I did. Yeah, I told her. her mm-hmm. I was like, "He's getting taken care of. Just go get the car, pull it around. He's gonna be okay." I look Zach. I look Zach in the eye, and I went, uh, "It's broken, but you're fine." I said, "I know." Yeah. Ref was just looking at that, something that it just plays in my mind all the time. Referee had no idea what happened. He was like, "Okay, why are you walking off the mat?" And Jimmy's just his arms broke. His arms broke, and the refs just. What like, you, get back on the mat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, the ref didn't know what had happened either in my match. No, like, the ref was just like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> at all. It's funny. The, the, the ref was like, get, get back on the match. And I'm like, his arm is broke. And I'm steady just walking. And he's just walking towards me. My arm is, I felt it when it happened. I just, you know, let out a, a little split word when it happened and got up and walked away. Did like a push up on it. And I was like... My body didn't push up. I was like, oh, that's not good. That's not a good sign there. I saw your face, and, like, I knew something was wrong then. Because that was one of the tournaments where, like, you could just line up right by the matches going on. And, like, we're, like, as close as we are now. And I'm like, oh, something's bad. This ain't good. I seen it. I seen it plain as day because I was, was like, in his corner. I was at the edge of the mat coaching him. And I seen his arm go, and I went, he just broke his arm. Kudos to your opponent, though, for, like, not jumping on you or continuing like your opponent knew something was wrong too and quit yeah I think it the was... screaming did it the scre- the screaming cuss word yeah. did it because he didn't scream like a little girl just clear clear that up it was just a cuss word like real fast and then just got up and walked away i didn't as. you know i didn't hear him cuss like i didn't did, mm. he, did he did you mm. cuss yeah mm-hmm. oh wow see to this day i didn't know he you what did he say Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. I said fuck. Just real uh, loud. Yeah, we, we say what we want. I, this grown, I didn't know. I this didn't... grown man stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. No, nah, uh, dude. 
Except politics. We stay away from that. Yeah. Hey, dude, when he when his arm said pop pop or whatever, I just remember going, the ref was going, get come here. Like, no, come here. And I was like, dude, his arm is broke. Said it at least four or five times and, and still did not register with that referee. Like, oh, I, they're saying his arm's broke, but like. Well, come back here. Let me raise your opponent's hand. You know, stand here. He's <laughs> like, no. He's like, I'm trying to go. I need to get away. <laughs> but uh, Zach walked straight to me. He looked me in the eye and he had his arm in his gi. And uh, he, he had his arm out like that. And I said, and everybody was freaking out around us. And I was like, y'all stop. He's fine. Zach, you're fine. He goes, I know. I was like, your arm is broke. But you're fine. He goes, I know. So I held his arm up. The broken part. The, the He was holding the other part up, and I was holding his arm up because it was just... I, I was holding it like... Yeah. Like that, just holding my little hand part up, and the that, other part and, was just dangling. And I was holding it up, and we walked over to the... Uh, I was like elbow and arm, and we walked over to the doctor station, and... It was, it was just a bench. It was just a <laughs> bench. Yeah, a weight bench. It was a weightlifting bench. Yeah, where the doctor was set up at. It was at the Rush Cup over at, uh, in Macon at, at Bubby's. Uh, dude, that's a nice little tournament, too. It is. I love that little tournament. It's cheap. It gives people experience, and he runs it pretty good considering how many people sign up. Yeah. But anyway, he was we was, like, holding his arm, and we was like, we got to – the doctor was like, we got to take it out of the gi. And he's like, all right. When his arm come out of the gi, Zach's face went white, and he was like – Oh shit, it's broke. Yeah, that's but what we told him it's broke the whole time. But when he's seen it, yeah, it's one thing to like know it's broke, but then it's like another thing when you're looking down there and you see it's sticking out when it shouldn't be. And then that's <laughs> when I stepped away because there's no AC in that building, so it's hot. And anyone that has like a instant injury, like you get, like me personally, I get a nauseous feeling. So his look, the way he looked, I got nauseous for him. I'm like, I gotta go. Like, it ain't gonna do no good for Zach to see me puke in front of him. No, not so at I'm all. Like, I, like, hey, I'm over here if y'all need me. Like, <laughs> and Taylor, Taylor was a soldier. She was like trying to get everybody that was not being helpful, like that was panicking, me. like back up, y'all get away. <laughs> so it was, it was awesome. But coming, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> coming back from that experience. Like that, it took it takes a man of like conviction to come back and do this again. He still won't put on a gi though. Yeah, I mean that's why don't don't wear gis. Like that's if you wear a gi, you're gonna get hurt. Just straight up, <laughs> stay away. But it from wasn't it. even that injury that took him out of the gi. It was the ankle. It was it was that. Then the ankle. <laughs> like all right, I'm done with the gi. The gi is just a bad omen to me. People get hurt when you put that thing on. He was he was happy when we switched over to Tenth Planet. He was like, "Forget the gi. They, they just want they, they just want you in a gi to control you, so they, they can hurt to, you." They just wanted to hold me down. They didn't want me to be free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a butterfly. They let me fly. Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Don't be guys. Don't be correcting me." I'm a butterfly. But I meant yeah. what I said. <laughs> I get yeah. I get y'all's reference. Yeah. So. um 
Recently, you just got back. What was that all about? Yeah, I had a little, little hernia surgery. Had me out the game for a minute. Had me out from everything, really, for a minute. And it's probably one of, like, the worst feelings I've had. With, like, even when I had, like, broke my arm or elbow. It was the elbow. Um, I could, like, at least get up and walk around. But with this hernia, like, I, I was literally, I could not get out, like, out of my, like, recliner. Like, I was in that recliner for at least like two weeks just like barely moving it was just awful so it wasn't even you back training a month and decided to do this comp right yeah it was like so i had started back rolling like october 2nd ish something like that and the comp was on the 30th yeah so what there was a few of us competing what made you decide like the week of like you know what i'll do it i mean just you got to get back in it like you just you just got to jump in like the longer you wait the more it's just going to be worse and it was just a small local tournament like i knew i had a bunch of homies going right so that was, was just easy on the nerves that way and just like just get out there and get some experience it was actually pretty well run especially like they make the brackets a day of and like the way they try to combine people if they wasn't in the same weight class like they call people up to the desk like hey you go rolling with this person like yeah Shout out to that little boy that was running the whole thing. It was like a little ten year old. Like he signed me in, weighed me. He was calling matches. I think he was even doing the brackets together. Mm -hmm. There was a little girl out there too, yeah, the girls videoing. The girls the one that took my weight. <laughs> Just out there, them kids out there hustling it. Yeah. So, but circling back full circle, we're gonna talk about Zach's matches, uh, my experience. But you said you were sitting at home, like refreshing. Yeah, I was just sitting at home, like refreshing to see. Like, um, have you gotten any text? Have you gotten any updates on the, the the website thing? Like about our guys, like who's winning? Mm -hmm. uh, how's our kids doing? How's our adults doing? And then I got a message from her because they they weren't updating the site, and I was like, am, am I on the right site? Like, what's going on? Like, mm -hmm. and then she tell me our kids are doing amazing. And then she, all right, I gotta go back in there. It's loud. And she called me back. You need to call Bam Bam. And I'm like, what's going on with Bam Bam? He's upset. I'm like, what happened to Bam Bam? Uh, he broke a guy's knee and everybody's mad at Bam Bam. And I did not say, <sighs> I said everyone was on Bam Bam's side. No one was mad at Bam Bam. Yeah, but Bam Bam's mad at itself or whatever. Like, it was a big ordeal. Yes, it was. So tell us about that. Okay. So, from my perspective and how I how it all played out yeah just to put it out there she's you, she's telling the truth she said everybody's on bam bam's side but yeah. bam bam feels really bad that's what yeah. she said thank but. you so here's how it all played out and my thought process throughout the whole thing so matt starts out fine and uh he dives in on the legs like sits to like a straight ankle and starts working straight ankle slash heel hook you know i defend it with the toes and the elbow and the foot that he has i'm um, like putting the boot on like my toes are up in his armpit to where he can't straight ankle clear my foot he transitions to a toe hold and it wasn't a strong grip and i stepped on the gas you know that way he couldn't fold my like bend my knee to put my toes to my butt and uh so then he did some type of a like to run away or transition to stand up or re-engage and i caught as he was getting away it's something I work on in the gym. I caught like this little nice uh, calf saucer. And we were there. 
to where if he would have just went with the sweep, I had like an electric chair to yeah. put the image out there for people listening. I'm actually going to put like a, a the small clip of the match okay. in the corner of this. Okay. So um, I have it. And uh, just not interrupt, but yeah. just, just so you guys know, if you're listening to this on Spotify or one of the other sound apps, if you want to see the clip, it'll be on the YouTube coach. I mean, a uh, tech talk. It'll be on this episode with where we're talking about when we're talking to Zach Carey, you'll see a little clip of this match in the bottom corner. So you guys can get a really good visual of what we're talking about. Go ahead. Bud. So, at this point, I have like that calf slice, and I feel like it's in good. Uh, I feel like I have dominant position. So I, I apply a little bit of pressure, you know, like pushing my leg into his knee to finish the calf slice, and I get no reaction. I'm like, well, maybe I'm a little out of pocket. I don't quite have it, but I'm still in a great position, so I'm going to go for a sweep. And this is where, like in the moment, I didn't feel like the small change. I just re-engaged, and I put the same amount of pressure and was going to come up. You told me later... And you're not the only one. Like a couple people said, I went back and watched, and he moved and hurt himself. Yeah. But in the heat of the moment, like I didn't feel that small micro movement that he did. I'm thinking I'm still in good position. I applied the same pressure, but I was just going to go through it and come up on top. You hit the sweep. Yeah. And his knee blew. Like no, I, audibly. Like I know Zach was on the side of the mat. He said he heard the pops. Me being underneath it, like it was four or five pops. It was bad. And he immediately he hollers out, "Fuck." And I'm like, okay, he's hurt. I disengage. I'm sitting there like, okay, like check on him. Can he stand? Whatever. He immediately hops up, runs like to the edge of the mat, and then immediately starts cussing me. Like, fuck you. You can have it. It ain't that important. Fuck you. Like, there was many F-bombs. Sure was. And I'm just sitting there like, because then like mentally I'm like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, why are you mad at me? And I hear other people, I can't make out what's being said, but I know like around the mat, there's like an uproar, like other people saying stuff. Uh, I think I heard one of our guys, Jay, like, well, fuck you. Yeah. And uh, then uh, I'm, just, I'm still sitting there because I'm just like, what is going on? Like it just escalated quick. Coach Steven comes up. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, he comes up, <laughs> you know, your coach for those that have listened. And uh, he makes eye contact with me on the mat and the breath. And, like, you know, like I zoned out. I can't hear everybody, but I had made eye contact with Coach Steven. He looked like, was it a legal technique? I'm like, yeah. And Riff's like, because Riff looked at me like, what happened? Like, it wasn't illegal. I'm like, no, it wasn't illegal. And Steve, Coach Steven's like, fuck that guy. Let him cry. So I'm like, okay. I didn't want to get my hand raised. I st someone, I don't know who it was, like, Fuck that. You raise your hand. It was like basically, Jay and Zach. Yeah. Like basically everybody just yeah. like, get your hand raised. You want it. Yeah. So I still got my hand raised. Dude's still sitting on the bench like, because he was, his bag was right there at our mat. He's still saying, fuck you. I'm just like, okay. So I get off the mat. I go stand by myself. Zach, Taylor, they walk up. Zach calms me down and all. And like, I wasn't really saying much then. You know, like, I wore my heart on my sleeve. Like, I was tearing up. Like, what is going on? And I was thinking longer repercussions because we have a relationship with this gym, train with other people, cross-train. So in my mind, too, I'm thinking, okay, how are they going to feel about it? 
Like, is this going to have long-term repercussions? Like, are we going to have bad blood now? Like, are they going to be cool? Like, I didn't do nothing wrong, did I? Like, all these thoughts, like, I don't think I did. And hit a moment, like, this is what I did. Like, no, I don't think I did nothing wrong, you know, playing it back. And uh, then I had to go against his teammate, who was one of the ones we cross-trained with. That so, comes to our school all the time. That comes to our school all the time. So, great guy. Like, I know him. And I would not think he would do anything malicious. Malicious. Yeah. But also self-preservation self in my mind, like, because in our gym, our culture, like, we got each other's backs. I'm not saying we would go hurt out, hurt someone, you know, but we have each other's backs. Well, and, if we thought someone was intentionally trying to hurt one of our guys, yes. we probably would. Yes. We we have that culture like a family. Yeah. So I'm like, how close are they? Like, is, is he going to turn it up on me? Like, what's going to happen? I didn't even want to compete, but I wasn't going to cheat him out of a match because we've always been cool. And mentally, I was weak. Like, I just could not handle it. Like, what, what is going to happen? What's going on? What's going to happen after we get done with this tournament? How's this next match with him going to go? And I was just mentally – and then I kept coaching, too. So that was a mentally draining day. Yeah, uh, Taylor, Taylor, like, called me, and she was like, you need to, you need to call Bam Bam. And then she was like, wait a minute. Steven stepped up. And she was like, Steven was like, put your mind at ease or whatever. But they, she said, like, he's upset. He's got tears in his eyes. He he is not ready for his next match. And uh, he, need, he needs you. And I wasn't there. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I think, I think Coach Steven uh, got, him, got his mind right. Then I talked to you, and you was like, ah. I didn't even want to compete, but I didn't want to cheat Doug out of his match, so yeah. I did it. And I felt better after when I was leaving, after I left, because by then, other people that I'd never seen before in my life came up to me, strangers, like, you're good. Did nothing wrong. I don't know if they saw it or they just wanted to say their piece, but multiple people came up to me and said, you did absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah, so I'm really good friends with uh, their coach. And I talked to him that Sunday, which was like the next day. Yeah. And he was like, that is not how my school acts. Uh, I heard what happened. I'm embarrassed of this. But because, um, you know, he was like, uh, he's like, he's got, a, he was telling me that the, the guy that you competed against has a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And it probably scared him more than anything because his knee just got popped out. Yeah. And um, he said that he's. He's like, I don't want to put that guy's stuff into the world, but he's Right, like, that's why I didn't even say his name. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. taking care of like like all of his his kid all the kids in his family, not just his. Like yeah. he's got a lot going on. And um he is just like they they were super cool about the whole thing. It's just like he lost his temper. We we all been yeah. victims of that or whatever. Right. And so. I say you get hurt, like I've done it. Like Zach, he got hurt, he cussed, like I'll I'll drop it. It just makes you like act out of character. Yeah, what mm. threw me off was him just directing all his anger towards me. Yeah. That that's what threw me off. Like I'd like because in my mind, like, oh, he got hurt. Like it happens and then he started yelling at me, like, well, wait a sec, I didn't do it on purpose. You know I didn't hurt you on purpose. Right. Well, and I was, I would, I would be pissed. Like if one of my guys done that, I would be like, if one of you guys started doing that, yeah. I, I would be, I would like, we'd have, we'd have a big ass come to Jesus meeting in the school when we got back. But, um, I mean, now that it's happened or whatever, and like, I would never allow a student 
mess with our my relationship with the coaches and in the other gym like that yeah. i don't get into politics that way people are individual people so i know we're a team and stuff and they're a team and that that type of thing but we're not i would never allow that type of stuff to come in between relationships and like that we've had for years you know what i'm saying but um also at the same time i got your back so yeah that there's that that aspect of it because we are a team and we are close to one another and um i watched the video dude you did absolutely nothing wrong here's here's my take not being there i was not there all i seen was the video mm -hmm. right and you had the sweep the sweep was given he did not want you to sweep him so he posted his other leg back and was using his own knee and his own leg in your hip to push you back down flat, trying to stop the sweep from happening. And his knee just couldn't take that pressure. It was him pushing back into it. If he would have conceded the sweep, he would have just been in a bad position, but his, his knee wouldn't have popped. It was 100% his fault because he didn't want to give up the sweep. And anybody that watches the video, it's clear as day that he is the one sitting into his own leg. He right. is the one doing that. He just he just don't sit down. Yeah, and I always post all my videos, my matches, even ones where I get my ass smashed. Like, I post them. I'm transparent. Like, I'll show you my wins. I'll show you my losses because we're all growing. You know, like, we're growing in the gym. We're growing as a person, you know, people. That's one I didn't post because, I like, all this is still fresh. And I wasn't just going to put it all out there in the ether. So I know you said you're going to put it on here. I'm that, posting it. Uh, that's fine. Like I'm going to put it out there for the world. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It's just personally, I just, I, I may still post it. I just hadn't yet. Like, you know. I don't think there's anything wrong with posting that. And um, you can hear the guy at the end of yeah. the video that we have, like, screaming, fuck you. And yeah. I was just going to let maybe die down a little bit. I don't yeah. know. Because, let's like, say, I you don't didn't wanna... want it to feel like a jab. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's no, I, I couldn't find my words. That's exactly what a. So Zach, uh, you competed in the same tournament. Um, how did what was your mindset going into this one? Like you just come off hernia surgery, and you you it took you a while to start rolling. We actually had a, a chat between each other, and before you you started like training hard again and stuff and. It was just, you know. Yeah. Like, um. So what exactly was your question? Just like. <laughs> oh, no. I was just saying, like, your like, mindset going into this tournament oh, and, like, what, how you got back into training after you injured yourself. And, like, uh, why'd you go compete so quick? And your experience at the tournament. Yeah, your experience. All right. So. Uh, it's a lot, but. Just starting from, like, the beginning, I guess. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. all right. So, like, I had my surgery. I come out, I'm all right. First thing I think about is start back. When I kind of start back training, because like I I love this. Like jujitsu is everything to me. Like as a person, like I want to be a martial artist. Like, and that I guess that's kind of too why I hopped into the competition just to come back, circle back to that later. Like, but anyway, like mentally, like that's all I could just think about is just getting back to training. So during my my break or whatever, I was just working on mental toughness and just studying jujitsu, reading a lot. I love like Eastern philosophy. That's one of my like 
my biggest things I love. Um, I kind of like Marcus Aurelius a little. He's got some good stuff, but I'm huge into like the Eastern philosophy. Book of Five Rings is good. Have uh, you ever looked up Alexander the Great? That seems like it'd be like right along your lines. Uh, yeah. Um, I I just don't like the European culture like that. We said Marcus Aurelius. That's why. Yeah. I asked. yeah, they're they're cool. I like I like that, but they're just not me. I feel more like. With like the samurai culture, I got you. Then like the the gladiator culture, I would say, just like the the whole spiritual side of everything. Because like to me, like in Europe, that's just what they were missing, like that spirit spirituality side. However you say it, I can't talk really good. But anyway, um, just like big into that, di- di- just deep dive into that, just trying to harden my mind, like to accepting things. Because, like, when you're just there, it's just always on your mind. And you're just, uh, this is so bad. And then you, like, and then you just, like, like, it's okay. Like, my body just needed a break. I can heal up on things that I haven't got to heal up on yet. I'm going to sharpen my mind. I did a bunch of studying. Oh, my God. Just I, I watched probably four to five hours of jiu-jitsu just, like, every day. I really dove deep in just the watching leg locks because I wasn't a leg locker. I'm not, I, but I, I, I just had to get into it just to watch them, you know. Um, has it did that improve your game immediately? Did it translate into being able to do it when you got back? I was, I would say, as I'm getting my timing back, because I, I, I didn't have my timing for like, I, I feel like my timing's just now like starting to come back almost. Not quite where I want it, but it's definitely better than it was. You rolled good last night. I mean, you had a good roll and rolled really well. I think that that's part of, of training, though, is like the moves. Uh, Boogie said this to me, and I, I loved it, and I, I kind of stole it from Boogie. Um, martial arts is easy. Learning the moves is easy. It should be easy. If it's not easy, your coach isn't breaking it down right, right? The, the moves are easy. Earning the timing to be able to do the moves, that's hard. It takes a lot of hours in the gym. It takes a lot of, of practice in the gym to earn that timing. So moves are easy. Timing is earned. So I, like, it goes right into what you were saying about your timing and stuff. Like You learn the moves, and then you build actions and reactions to make those moves work during a live roll, and that is your timing. Oops. Oos. <laughs> so anyway, back to uh, you You were yeah. studying, you were uh, uh, then, five hours a day, all this it, good stuff. It was like two weeks like after my surgery. That's when I was like, all right, it's time to get your ass up. You got to get moving. So I would start by just walking. I would try. It was like the first day I, I went outside and walked to like my neighbor's house and they were like, you shouldn't be like over here walking. Why are you doing this? You're gonna hurt yourself. And I was like, eh, I'm I'm fine. I, I need to do this. Then the next day, I walked a little further past their house, and then it just it got up to where about a week went by, and I was like, all right, I'm kind of starting to feel better. Let me see if I can do a little jog. Then I did a little jog and about died. I was so out of shape. Like after it was probably six weeks at that point, where I like just not doing anything. And that's probably like the start of that was September-ish. And like in my mind, I had like made it up because um that Sloan seminar was coming to Stevens and I'd really like 
seen it like all over the internet that caveman neckties and like in my head that's all i just kept thinking like i gotta go to the seminar like i want to go to the seminar i need to be back ready to go by then and so like just focusing on like getting back to like jujitsu like that's all i could think about not trying to like beat myself up too much like mentally like just keep it going and like really nothing happened like that's how I, I wanted to be like if that makes sense, like, just keep going like I never left. Like, you can't make a comeback if you never left type deal. And I never left the game mentally. And a lot of people leave the game mentally. But I never left it mentally. So I talk I, I talk about that. That's kind of our culture, though. It's like, I don't care how hurt you are. You, you can still train your mind. Because I'm not training your foot, right? I'm not training your wrist. I'm not training your whatever. I'm training your mind. So... I, I tell all our guys, you injured, you can if you can still make it to class, come to class, sit on the side. If you can come to the program and sit on the mat and take notes, take those mental notes. If you can't get up out of bed, uh, join our online university that actually comes out tomorrow, and uh, then you can watch that tomorrow sitting in your house while you're recovering from your injury. Um, plug. Good plug. But, uh, Good. Good one. But no, I'm serious. Like we're training your mind. We I want my jujitsu all over the world, and that's what this online university was all about. But that being said, for when you're injured, you can still learn. You can still pick up moves. You can still pick up movements. You can still pick all this stuff up. Then when you get back, you can earn your time. And and that is our culture as a whole. I've been I preach that to everyone because I I try to tell everybody I'm not just a jujitsu coach. I'm, I've been through a lot. I've lived many lifetimes in my life because of how many different journeys I had to take to get to where I'm at. How many things I had to overcome just to get and sit in this position that I'm in. Now I'm the one that's injured and having to, to like fight all these demons off of, man, you're, people are telling me I'm not ever going to compete or I'm never going to do jujitsu again. And I was like, now I'm having to deal with that and I'm having to lead by example show up to class even when i'm depressed sitting at home i have to go to class and say all right what am i capable of well i can sit on the side of the mat and tell these guys what i'm noticing so that's what i'm gonna do and until i can get on the mat and actually demonstrate and show these guys the moves again and how i'm doing them and why i'm doing them all that good stuff i can talk them through it and put them back in the position and say this is why you're losing this battle or this is why you're winning this battle but you're losing the battle here Cause you're whatever. And so that's what I'm trying to do now. And, and when these people are trying to beat me down and all this stuff, I'm like, no, 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 you guys aren't me. You don't know me. I'm not you. I'm built different. I've been doing this forever. I've been told several times I was told at 15 years old, I would never be able to run again. I had to build strength in my legs and walk again. Cause I, I had, I had nerve damage. I had Gillian Beret for, that went untreated for a really long time. And I had to learn how to, I had to build muscle and learn how to walk again after I was told I would never do anything like combat sports or anything. This will be my third time. This will be the third time. I had surgery in 2012. They told me I'd never fight again. I fought in 2013. So it's just a pattern that I, I, I don't like it, but I'm, hey, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Straight and up. This is another one. This is just another another hurdle for me to overcome so i can get on this podcast and brag about it it just to me it just, i feel so much better 
like going through it, like there's beauty in the struggle. And I don't think a lot of people think like that. But there's so much beauty in like those hardships. Cause that way when you get back, everything's just so much better. Like you just realize like, hey, that that really wasn't nothing. And look, look, I'm back. Doesn't it make it easier when you're having a hard day and you're like, Well, I'm not hurt. I'm not injured. I can train. I'm not uh I'm not having that anymore. Doesn't it just make it easier to 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 it just makes you harder when you get back and overcome over when you actually overcome it. You realize that stuff just ain't bad. Like you realize that it's really not that bad. It's just a small time like everything will get better eventually. Everything heals. Bam's looking a little puzzled. What's your thoughts? No, no y'all talking about it because uh, I've had a couple injuries and been away. Nothing that required surgery or extended y'alls, but like I did have a cast on it one time from an injury in here. Had to tear my rotator cuff, and my timing was way off coming back. And it's just it's miserable trying to get back to the level that you were. But you're right that you do eventually, like you surpass it, and that's nothing. But during the injury. And where you're at now and stuff, like, that's the worst part. When you're forced to watch everyone else rolling, having a good time, and you cannot partake. Like, to me, that's the worst part of being torture. Yes. Yeah. I uh, hate it. So, uh, I didn't actually know Taylor during this time, but she was, like, a cheerleader and then a dance line person. And she actually, like, tore a muscle or something in her leg, and she had to overcome that just to be a, like they they told her like oh no you'll never do this again you'll never do this or stuff like that and she like here she is doing jujitsu now so oh, that feels like a lifetime ago sometimes I forget about that because <laughs> um I don't, I, I don't actually know what it what it was like a muscle in your leg or, yeah I uh ripped my hamstring off my bone. <sighs> Like it was, it was ugly. My whole, like from my butt cheek down to my knee was just black and, uh, I couldn't walk cause I was running and I heard it just snap and I hit the ground and I couldn't hold myself up or anything. Couldn't put any weight on it. And, um, I was on crutches. I had to do the whole MRI deal, but I didn't have to have surgery. It was, I think they said like I was two millimeters away from needing it to be like screwed back to the bone, but it took it took me a couple of months. Yeah, it was it was nasty. It took me a couple of months to even be able for it to be weight bearing again. But I don't even think about it anymore. I feel it when I stretch. If I stretch too far, it'll start tingling in my toes. But so, uh, the stretches it's a stretch slash exercise I showed you earlier on the mat. Mm-hmm. Be careful with those. You said you feel it when you're stretching. Yeah. So I don't the, think going back. Going the for, back, the would, forward one will. Yeah, the like, forward one would probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is like my uh, left leg is weaker than my right leg. For those listening, but, we're talking about Nordic curls and reverse Nordics. He was helping me with my knees because I've been having some knee. Yeah, problems. Uh, look up. Uh, knees over toes. I think it's called. Knees so, over toes. Yeah. Uh, weightlifting guy and this stuff. For that. Yeah. Okay. I w- but go ahead. I was gonna say real quick. I just thought it was funny. Zach was telling his story of injury. This was just something funny when he came back. Jim was like, "Yeah, sent you all these memes, and you just never answered. Like I was checking <laughs> on you the whole time. Made a new Instagram, and you just ignored me." 
<laughs> he just followed me on my new Instagram. I had followed him. He just didn't follow me back. He was sending all this stuff to like my old account. And he was like, you asshole. Like you haven't talked to me none. I've been sending you all this stuff. And I was like, no, you haven't. That's like, oh, he, he really did. He me. was upset. <laughs> he, he thought you were mad at him. He told me he was like, Zach's not talking to me. And I was like, why isn't Zach talking to you? He's like, I don't know. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> like he was really sad. I heard I, like, it's always, I don't think Zach's coming back. But I'm just like, I'm that that dog that you can't kill. Oh, I'm a dumpster dog. You ain't getting rid of me. He was sad. It was a sad Dude, time I'm getting that made as a t-shirt. Oh, dumpster dog. Just a dumpster dog. You ain't getting rid of me. Can't kill I'm me. I'm making Zach a t-shirt. Well, that's, our fourth, dog. that's our fourth t-shirt right there. Um, <laughs> Oh, dumpster dog. Ain't getting rid of us. But, uh, nah, man, I'm I'm there now with my back. Like, um. I'm smiling on social media and I'm smiling in here and uh Taylor's dealing with it at home. Like uh I'm 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 taking the muscle relaxers, the 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 pain pills, uh, all this other stuff. I could not even get up and carry myself to the bathroom for almost three days. Uh and then I got to where I could walk pretty good, like with a walker. The day that I quit walking with a walker, Bam Bam's dog Made oh me nosedive on the mat. Felt so bad. You had a really bad couple of days, Bam Bam. I did. That wasn't even on the mat. That was on concrete. Should have been walking yeah. with that walker. Yeah. I, I felt bad about that. Like, you're like, it's your dog's fault. Like, it's my dog. I should have had more control over him. Zach's like, I got you back. Like, man, he should have had his walker. It's not It's not your fault. It's not your dog's fault. He should have I should have been using my walker. He's 100% right. Uh -huh. Because I'm supposed to use the walker. But, man, I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I'm just this to be real. This is a tech talk. Real. Coach Jimmy here. I feel like a bitch holding that walker. Like, like it is so discouraging and depressing holding that walker. Like, I would rather just hurt a little bit. And walk without it like i don't hurt walking without it i hurt standing prolonged period of times without it so if i walk a little way and then sit down i'm good and um i i'm supposed to still be using it but um i don't feel much worse right now than i did before i went on vacation right this particular moment remember what start what caused all this or what started it was i slipped with a briefcase right before we left out. So now it just feels like somebody's got my spine, like they're grabbing my spine and they're doing this. So it just hurts. I threw a sack of marbles on them steps. Yep. <laughs> old, old trouble kid over here. So, but getting you back. <laughs> I done took too many tail whoopings. It was time. It's time. I'm just going to start working <laughs> smarter, not harder. You feel me? I'm just going to start what I'm going to do. After I take my rash guards out of the dryer, rub them down with onion powder. This smoke. With to friends kill like you guys. I posted a picture. You, you, so you're not on Facebook. I um, posted a picture of Taylor. She was like standing behind me putting the, it's the inferential, in, interferential. interferential pads like on my back and my hips. So like it. It's like, it shocks you. It's like a high-powered TENS unit. Okay. It's like a TENS unit on steroids. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it loosens the muscles up. And then they put this, uh, 
it's like a hot stick on your back. What's it called? Ultrasound. It's ultrasound. Like it breaks up the. It's not hot. It's very hot. Leave. Let it. Let her sit. Let her leave it still for half a second. It'll burn. Uh, you. He has to get it for fifteen minutes. You probably only did about seven. I don't know. That bitch will burn standard. you. But it felt amazing. Mm. I mean, I could see where it'd be good for seven. It felt amazing. And then, like talking, making conversation because we're not quiet. They would pause sometimes and like leave it in a spot, but it felt amazing. I mean, I, 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 I had a thing with like an ice pack though. I mean, it feels good when it's on there, but then when you take it off, like you t leave it on too long, what's going to happen? Yeah, dude, when I tell y'all, when I tell y'all, if you like, they, they sit there and do this and it's cool. Like it, the cold gel is really cold. But the moment they get distracted or anything like that, if it sits in that same spot, it will burn your ass. Like, it will set you on fire. But I, I don't dislike it. I mean, I wasn't saying I, I don't yeah. I I dislike just, it. I had but. it done on my neck. First start going to that chiropractor office, and it felt amazing. Like, I never got burned. I'm just going to say you got what you you knew what you was getting into when you posted that picture though. Oh yeah, you knew what you was getting into. Yeah, it was it was supposed to be funny. And but, you knew, but that picture was her standing behind me. So I I made the picture look like she was like, like he was bent over, like I was bent over, and I did it on purpose. I took took the picture three times to get a good look of her. Like she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like taking a picture, and so it looked like she was behind me. And they're like, "What is she doing?" That was the first comment. That's that deep penetration. And then it was like, are you getting pegged? That's that deep penetration right there. And the comment, Wade's was the best. He was like, everybody needs a strong girl to stand behind them. And uh, like, he just went in and his was the funniest one. I almost wrote caption this and reposted it. But best caption wins some money on the team tech page. But I didn't. But that it was hilarious. Anyway, you got. I mean, you you knew it was gonna happen when you posted. Oh that. yeah, hundred percent. I got. I was working. I get off work. I look on Facebook, and I'm like, "What is this?" It blew up. Well, I I just couldn't. I was like, "Cannot." She didn't even say anything, and I posted. What was a I supposed to say? I posted a picture demonstrating my love for her. Actually, it was me demonstrating my love for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Technical. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm dealing with that now, man, and it's hard. Yeah, it's super hard, like not being able to help you guys, not being able to 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 show you. Uh, it's man, it's I'm still dealing with, like I haven't even seen my other ortho yet. So the last ortho I seen told me I would never do jujitsu again, and uh, now I get to go to the the one that supposedly deals with athletes and stuff to kind of get at. So uh, you told me tomorrow. Yeah, I'm leaving. We're going in the morning at 12:45, and then uh oh, to, uh, this one won't be posted by then. But uh, Saturday, I'm doing a uh, I'm doing a seminar that's been scheduled for like three months at Ohana. So I'm just I I work with Taylor a little bit, showing like figuring out what I could show without putting myself in compromised positions to to hurt my back. So I'm I'm gonna show up and teach my front heads my standing front head stuff, and then like how to attack the head when people when you're passing guard. I'm gonna show those two things at Ohana, and it was supposed to be the start of my 
uh, attacking the head like jujitsu thing where I was going around doing seminars at all the different schools. So I'm going to do this one, but I find out tomorrow what my treatment plan looks like as far as my back goes. That's going to dictate when I actually like put out on a calendar all the other ones. So if you guys are wanting to, to learn from a guy that walked around at 138 pounds that uh, learned his jiu-jitsu style from several different people and had to figure out how to make it work against guys that are, that are 100 pounds heavier and stuff and still find a success, uh, keep an eye on my Coach Jimmy page because when I, when I get it scheduled out, we're going to post the schedule on that page uh, so you guys can actually find a, a gym that's closest to you to learn that system because, I'm, I, like I said, I'm going around to promote that. Then it will be posted on our online university. So if you don't get to catch me at the seminar, uh, probably by February it will be posted on our, co on our um, online university page. So there's that. But, yeah, anyway, I'm going through that now and the recovery and, like, not – Feeling, I'm feeling like I'm just losing myself, like I'm a shell of a person who I was, like my body's deteriorating. I don't feel as strong. I don't feel as quick. I don't feel, I don't feel good about myself, who I am as a person right now, because it's like my body's just breaking. I can't do the things I want to do. I'm having to depend on Taylor to do so much. I'm having to depend on my guys to take care of the school. Like I'm having to depend on people. And I feel bad about that. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at anyway. Like, real talk. Um, what's the look for? Just use that shit, boy. You know, like, did like a, a Dragon Ball Z reference. Like, all that shit. You know what, like, a Zenkai boosty is? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Goku just gets his ass beat. Gets his... He's out for a minute. He, he don't come back right then. But he just uses that shit as a power-up. and gets stronger every time. Yeah. Just... Saying warriors, they come back stronger. They come back stronger every single time. And it takes them getting close to death I to mean, increase. And if you just think about it, like think about it like that. I'm just gonna come back stronger. If not physically, I'm coming back stronger mentally. Type oh, yeah. deal. So that talking about you coming back from injury and you competing this past Saturday, how do you how do you feel about your mattress? <laughs> I, he I said, stuck. we ain't talking about that. Well, I mean, did uh, you accomplish uh, what you had yeah, wanted? Yeah, I mean, to? just get out there. Right. And, like, just see if I could do it without, like, feeling bad, getting hurt again. Like, just see if I could if I could go, like, really go with somebody. And, I mean, I, I went until my cardio was like, oh, yeah, you haven't trained. Like, yeah. you don't have any cardio, so you can't go. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, body. <laughs> well, I will say. Like, I got to coach you your first match, and guy thought he was going to, like, style on you, and like, <laughs> definitely didn't let that happen. Dancing. Yeah, like, Zach stepped up and was like, yeah, I, I can, can do dance it too. too. I, like, I like having fun. Like, you ain't, you ain't going to do like, this to me. I've, I've seen it as fun. Like, I didn't see it as, like, trying to style. Like, I like I do that sometimes, like, during training. Like, I'll, I'll make, like, a face at somebody. I'll, like, uh, I'll stick my tongue out at folks. i just seen mm. it as, like entertainment like just putting on a good show yeah i i felt like he w thought he was gonna style oh it and was funny. like yeah yeah that didn't that didn't happen i mean i can style too. yeah zach stepped up and was like and by the end of it guy was tired like he good coach 
He looked at me in the middle of the match, and he said, I ain't tired, lady. Yeah, because Taylor was on the side, too, and telling Zach, like, come on, he's tired. He, I am tired. You ain't lying. I know I'm tired. And he looked at his coach like, this guy's good. Yeah. Yeah, I would. So I got actually got a call. Like, Zach wasn't even upset. They were like, oh, that dude tapped. That dude tapped, and Zach let him go. He said he didn't tap, so they kept going, and Zach was like, oh, he, he didn't tap. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. Even if he did tap, I don't. I don't. I don't think he did. I think he accidentally did his thumb because he was doing that shit with your thumb. Like I'm good, and then but he was too close to me. But I mean, yeah, he was doing like a thumbs down, saying that Zach didn't have the choke, and he hit. But I mean, Zach. technically, so tapped. Like if the ref would have stopped it, there's no argument. An argument that can be made. Yeah, but it technically wasn't a tap. But no one could say anything if it was stopped. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it was. All the parents that were there was like, no, you can do the tap. They were like, man, you, you really got to go. And they were like, no, he done this. And that let him go. And then he was like, I didn't let him go. But then Seth didn't let his guy go, and Stephen was ready to box. Oh, my God. That was, uh, that was, oh. that was oh my pretty Lord. amazing. I wasn't like, there for that. I sat quietly in the corner. I was scared. I got. I was trying to coach one of our guys, but the way I was angled, I could see it all happening. Oh, you wasn't sitting there when it happened? Mm-mm. Oh, I was on. So that was like, let's say, so I was on the mat beside, beside it, it. Mm-hmm. coaching a wheel. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm coaching wheel and like your wheel, and I could see the other mat there behind you. So I was like, what's going on over there, shrimp? Like, oh, oh, what, what, what? All right, I need you to get them frames. I need you to oopa. And I'm just, I'm trying to coach, and I'm like, are we about, are we about to throw down over there? Like, what? Yeah. There are people getting on the mat to, like, separate them. I know. Like, I saw all that. So I'm trying to, like, my eyes split. Like, I'm watching Will and watching this. Like, oh, my gosh. He had some great matches. He did. He only had one other guy, and they went, it was best out of three, and they went all three matches, mm-hmm. two of them in overtime. Mm-hmm. I heard. Zach Barnett. Oh, bless his heart. My God. How many did they have? He is a soldier for that. They had at least I I went seven overtimes. Yeah, all three rounds. Plus the eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was still running around trying to coach. And every time I looked, he's still going. He's still on the Mac competing. And And everyone cheered. And I was like, is it over? No, no, there's they're still going. Zach Barnett's the only person that has ever had eight submissions in one match and lost. <laughs> Shout out to Zach, though. Did he end Shout up losing that Zach. one? Yeah. He did. Okay. But, and I mean, you don't lose that. No, Mentally, no, no. like, it's like, the, uh, I, I heard, like, I bet they don't want to run that back type deal. Like, you, you make that impression, like, you might have beat me. You had to work for it. Probably don't want to go that deep again, though. Because it wasn't mm. fun. Right. I just know every time I looked, they were still going. And you said you were going to have the 45-minute match. Yeah, that's what I, th- I thought. <laughs> my, my cardio was like, nah. But I went against my own game plan. I was like, I, I told myself, like, you probably should pull guard. You haven't done any wrestling. And then I got out there, and I was like, oh, let's wrestle. That dude was big. You had you got a single leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that one, I like. 
It was the first one. Uh huh. I thought he had fell over his leg, so I didn't. Oh, like, is that why you disengaged? It was like his leg like fell behind him. It was like I kind of like shoved and like he, he fell. And I thought he fell on his leg, like that's you know how, why like, you disengaged like, oh. like that. And then, like it, uh. like not ten minutes before that, like his situation happened. So I was like, "Oh shit!" Like ah, uh, but he didn't hurt himself, and I didn't engage. Yeah, it was kind of like the leg gets trapped underneath you. How you get we get onto the kids? Don't pull them back over their post. That's how he fell. He fell back over his leg. And could have hurt his knee. And I was like, oh, shit. But then he was like, ah. Oh. He, then he stood right back up. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to let y'all know the one tournament I don't go to. Man, man, breaks somebody's knee. Back, like, get somebody to tap out. They don't tap out. Then break somebody's foot. Jay no, get, no, he did. He did. He did. Jay gets he another did. twister. Jay hits another twister. Coach Stevens about to box people. There. Stone Cold. Like, he, had on, he had on Stone Cold Steve Austin socks. I man, will what say. Do you expect? He did. Those hey, were he still had respect for the mats. He, he kicked his shoes off. When, yeah. he, when he got on the mat with Seth, like, them, them shoes came off quick. What's so funny is he said, uh, he said, I wasn't going out there to. That's what he told me. Yeah. He said, I wasn't going out there to do anything. But then when I got out there, the way the guy was acting, I just kind of lost myself for a second. Yeah. But what did he say to you? It was a crazy situation because his guy had the arm bar. And I don't know if Steven tells them the same thing that you tell us. But it's like, a okay, you have the submission, but you wait for the ref to acknowledge it. Because even if they're tapping... They could, you know, say, yeah. oh, no, I didn't do it. And he but, wasn't trying to rip the arm no, off. No, no, no. He, he was just holding it. Yeah. No, he was just holding the arm. And, I mean, it wasn't a long period of time at all. Like, it was maybe a second, looking back at it, between the guy tapping and the ref stopping it. Well, it was enough. The guy was like, dang, give me my arm back. But the coach of that guy started, like, screaming, you should have let his arm go. Why are you sitting there looking crazy? Like, screaming at Seth. And so he was like, what? And he threw his hands up and he was like, what you going to do about it type deal? Like they were kind of both puffing Did their chest up. No, I couldn't hear what he said. I saw his hands do like this and I saw like the chest puff up. And when y'all's chest puffs up, st stuff's about to go down. And if you know it, Seth, Seth's kind of, he, he a gangster. Well, he'll ride. He was ready. Yeah. Well, about that time, the coach starts screaming at him. And so I guess Coach Steven was like, uh-uh, we ain't about to do this. And he kicks his shoes off. And I mean, he's out there before I even realized that he had left my side because he was right by me. And he's out there. And then, like, uh, Zach and the other uh, Taylor that trains there, all of them, I just see them, like, crowding on the mat. And I'm like, what's going to happen? And I just see him, like, screaming. I, was, I hate I missed that. Oh, it was. Yeah, I saw it. It was crazy. And I was like. You okay? He said, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. He said, but when it's your guy, like, you you got to go. I wasn't going to let him treat my guy like that. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. He was ready to go, yeah, you go on to Saturday. In class, you listen to reggae and Bob Marley. And <laughs> no, I think he was ready to throw hands by the end of the day Saturday. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, like, he preaches all this zen and all this other stuff. But he's still growing as a person, too. God, he still has that. I'm not going to say trailer park, but that, that's what I call it because that's what I have in me or whatever. That, that, uh, I would he, say dog. Yeah, dog. 
that dog mentality. Has that, yeah. Still has that like it's just there, and sometimes you cannot. Sometimes who you want to be and who you are isn't the same. I feel like that's one of those moments where he showed like he was ready to to die on that hill for his guy. Yeah, I do think that was a good heal, though. That I mean, it was right. That he did what he should have done. I mentioned that in, in my the, opinion in one of the groups that we have mm. with Tenth Planet Perry. Like I like I put in there, you know, like like Coach Stephen ready to go to bat for everyone. He and he apologized. Like no, no, that's a good thing. Like this is a like yeah, this is good. See that that's what I was talking about. He apologized right because in his heart of hearts trying to be better than what or not better that's the name folks not better because there's not nothing wrong with that but he's trying to be on a whole nother level of thinking trying to build himself to be better than or better is a bad word and he's trying to do what he thinks is better or what he thinks is more right and righteous but it's very very hard to get rid of those old it was like that old thought process of like, oh, you're trying me, you're trying to, you're trying to punk me, or you're trying to punk my guy. No, this ain't how it's going down. Because I'm like that. I have fought that demon a lot. The person that I was 15, nowhere near the person that I am. But I still find that that mentality coming up in me sometimes. And like you don't even realize it until you're in it, and then you go, "Oh shit!" I should apologize, and everybody like, "I'm sorry, that's not who I am." Yeah, I'm. I'm. So this comp, it was a very eventful comp. Uh, that you missed. I'm glad you missed it, for the simple fact, you're hurt, and you would have been right there going to bat for all of us, just like Coach Steven did, and you could have tweaked something, you know, and made yourself hurt even more. I, I felt bad that I wasn't there. No dog didn't want to win. Right. I also know that it's not fair to you after competing. Definitely. I felt like I could have into fire uh, yeah at least talk to me yeah. but i'm glad it turned out the way it did i'm glad everybody came home safe. it was fun i've never yeah. had fun at a jiu-jitsu tournament <laughs> like it was fun i would do good fight again like i i enjoyed it i've never had fun at a naga a new breed but this one i had fun yeah and it worked out because i told you i don't like coaching and then competing myself but this one there was a little gap in between we didn't compete gi so while the adults were competing gi you know i got my little rest in and then i competed and then i coached uh it got frantic when trying to coach multiple people but not between coaching and me competing but like when we had two or three people competing at the same time but it only happened a couple times because some of our guys actually went against each other like kids especially and see that was in my mind like thinking of what would come of it i wouldn't have been worried I know, I know where we stand. I know. Right. But it's like he did a moment thing. Like, you got, like, I would have been worried about that too. Like, 
it's like oh we're that like we're friends with them like yeah. how would they like especially not exactly like no one no one at the time you know because you never know what could have happened so my thought process behind that is uh number one that guy should have never acted that way no it was hurt but he should have never acted that way he's a good coach like you're our kid coach mm-hmm. and if someone knew you and then you acted that way i would be oh right not for any other reason in line. I, I don't want our kids to have that example. Right. That, that's like, we do have a relationship with most of If you're doing that, that that's like painting a bad picture of our school. It's not, it's not good. That, that guy was wrong. Actually, he hurt himself. So, there's that. And, like, I'm not mad at him or anything. Like we were saying earlier, you do crazy things when you get hurt. Yeah. So I'm saying. That's all I got to say about it. We're cool with the school. I'm not mad at him. I'm glad uh, we got through it. I wish I would have been. That, uh, mentally, like you said, you were going into this tournament. Time to like get back, get the fire back, do all that. Learn anything about yourself. I mean, I didn't win, so I had to learn. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't like that either. Winning, learn. I've said it. I but that cliche. I, I like <laughs> it because like look, you look, you learn from mm-hmm. what you lost, and I've said it, and I, and Mr. Mayo said it a lot. That's why I've never been very verbal. Like, I just like, yeah, you do when you learn. Mel says it a lot. So I never actually want to be like, Mr. Mel, lost. Learn from lost, but you still lost. Mine's more, I'm doing it, kind of mocking it, mock, just mocking the saying. Yeah. Like, it's just because that's what everybody always says. Like, oh, uh, you're about to get ready to win or am I going to learn something? Like, yeah. yeah I, I'm of a different mentality. Like I think there's three. There's win, learn, or lose. Because I've had matches I lost, like straight up. Oh no, I got my ass kicked. I lost. And there's times where it was a close back and forth, and like, oh, I could have done this here, or I could have done that there. And I, just, I feel differently. It depends on how it went down. So basically, what you're saying is sometimes you just got your ass kicked and you lost. Yes. There's no learning from that. Ass yes. No, you, yeah. I, yes. You learn something, but but you made the walk though. So you learn something about yourself. That you learned that you could go out there. Like that one two weeks ago, and I went against that Brock Lesnar looking so like, guy. But you knew, like, you learned something about yourself that you wasn't scared to get out there. That you would make walk. So yeah. you learned. So you learned. Yeah, I knew what was coming. But I still just on the map. <laughs> getting out there, and you learned. Like, you learned, maybe I don't want to go up against these big dudes. I did. I'm like, like I learned I'm like, I don't know if I want to do up and wait no more. Like, maybe I, I need to, I, I learned something. Yeah. But I, the reason I don't like saying you you don't need to have that that you should be okay with losing. Like you should be okay with it. I should be okay with learning. I should be okay with learning. I should be happy that I learned something. I should be okay with learning. I feel like that's a poor excuse to be okay with being losing. I hate it. Like I I truly hate that saying because. It's almost saying that you're okay with losing. And I'm not okay with losing. I'm not okay with my guys losing. 
I'm not okay with losing. I'm a competitor. My guys, I'm competitive with my guys. Like I don't want my, I don't want to see my guys ever lose. I know you guys are going to. I'm okay with that. I'm okay that you guys are going to lose, but I want you to go out there and leave everything on the map. I want you to leave everything out And if you're okay with losing, you're not leaving everything out Like, if you don't feel some type of way when you lose, and a good example of this is my, my cousin Bob. I love him to death. But he had this mentality as like, I'm going to make the walk, I'm going to compete. He did not care whether he lost. But guess what happened? He lost a lot. But he didn't have the same type of drive in him that I had or that, that the other competitors had. Losing is not an option to them. That shit sucks. It feels bad. And I feel like it should feel bad. I also feel like you should learn something from that loss. I feel like you should learn something from it. But that's not, that's not the lesson. Like you're not going out there for the lesson. You're going out there to win. Not going out there for so I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with that saying because I don't want any of my people being okay with not being the best that they can be. I want 100% effort. They're okay with losing, they're not giving me 100%. They're going out there and they're just like, ah, whatever. And it annoys me. Because I'm like, no, 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 no. You're better than that. You didn't leave what I know you had inside of you on that. And here's the thing, you could go out there and tell me you tried your best, and I'll never know whether you tried your best or not. I'll never know. Only you'll know. Only you, the competitor, the person is there. There's been matches, uh, I'll, I'll give you the best example I got. Uh, I went with uh, a to a, like a Naga, it was only the second Naga I ever did. And this guy I was competing against, um, Nogi first. In Nogi, we ended up, I got a takedown full guard at the same time. But I, there's no way he could have defended my takedown. There's no way he could have defended my full guard at the same time. I was a takedown. I'm in half guard. There's five minutes, it's a six minute match. There's like five minutes left. I spend three or four of those minutes. I'm not sure how much time was left. Trying to pass his butterfly, couldn't pass. Every time I would try to pass, he would, I would feel like he's going to get through. I had out of my arm and I couldn't break his grip. I wasn't skilled enough at the time to pass his guard. And I'll say that. I wasn't skilled enough at the time. I knew that I could submit him. I could tell that I was better than him. So in my mind, I said, I'm going to allow him to sweep me. And I'm going to sweep. I allowed the sweep. I let this man sweep me. He ended up on top. He got his points. Now I got 35, 40 seconds left. He's literally running away from me in the map. Just got mad, blast over him off the map. I lost the match. I allowed him to sweep me. Now, I really tried in that match and I Upset. Same guy in the next match, but I was salty. Now we're in a game. Salty. He hits me with this like move. I reverse the throw. He threw me, but I reversed it in midair, kind of like I did Jay. 
jot. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. I was almost the same exact thing, but when I did landed on his back, I landed right in his triangle. I had a good defense. I had control of his hip. A good posture. My head was up. I was in a triangle, but he could not take the angle because I was controlling his hips. I had good head position. I was going pushing in towards him. You cannot finish a triangle unless you scoot your hips away. They have to, you either have, they have to pull away from you or you have, like, if I got somebody in a triangle, they have to pull away or I have to push myself away. In is the way out. I cannot, I cannot finish a triangle unless I get my hips away. I have to create space to finish. Make sense? So I had the inside space, like I had it. There's no way he could have finished trying. I was not choking. But I was so fucking mad. It just spent a minute running from me and now I'm in his triangle. I was just sitting there, I was like, it's just a jiu-jitsu tournament. It doesn't matter. I was not choking, was not about to go out. None of that. I was just I just tapped out of frustration. And to this day, I remember that match. I remember both of them. Ask me any other jiu-jitsu match that I've won, that I've been a part of, if I remember them. I don't remember how I won. I don't remember how I lost. Every other tournament, I have, I have no idea how I won the belt that I got in there. I have no idea how I won the first place medals. My second, I have no idea. I don't remember the matches. I remember that. You know why I remember that? Because after I tapped, and I had to go up there and stand in that second place podium, knowing that I didn't actually try. This day, that's my lesson. I'll never, ever, ever not try. Because it felt so fucking bad. I felt like a piece of shit because I let myself down. Because I quit, and I never, I never quit anything. But that day, I was quit. I, I made me a quitter. And that's the that's the worst thing to me. Like I've run from that my whole life. Something got hard if I wasn't good at it, I didn't try it anymore. But jujitsu and combat sports and all that stuff, I never was a quitter in that. Every other aspect of my life I was a quitter. Like football, I had to run and do belly slides or it didn't fit what I wanted to do. Every job that I've had that once it got born or or once it got monotonous, or whatever the reason, I quit. Everything in my life, I have quit. Except for combat sports. I have never quit. I have been beat, bloody, in a makeshift ring outside to the point that I could not think clearly. And I still would not quit. And I quit that day because I was frustrated. That's the lesson that I learned. But I, it was a loss that taught me. I get, I get, I stand that because of that. Because if you're, if you, if the loss doesn't matter to you, did you really learn something? You have to feel that shit. You have to feel it deep inside of you and you have to replay it in your mind so that you don't make that mistake that you made again. Have that dog in you come out and play next time. That's how competitors, that's how world champions are. That's what separates hobbyists from real world champions. 
have to have that. But we're like, yeah, we do. Like, no, dude, you're, you're just okay with losing. Anyway, how did you feel? Um, well, coming in, I, I, anybody that asked me, I would tell them I deserve to lose. I haven't put no work in. And I knew that. Yeah. Like, I'm the type of person, like, when I'm getting ready to do a tournament, like, I always give myself, like, a quote-unquote camp style. Like, I, I, I eat good food. I put myself in a place, like, mentally, like, to prepare myself. I like to do all that. I, like the the fighter quote-unquote fighter style. can i say something real quick yeah i'm my mic was muted the whole time i just went on that whole rant was it really <laughs> swear to god i pushed the mute button to take a drink and then i started talking about that loser win learn so there's gonna be a cutout part i was just ranting about winning or learning saying that all right yeah basically saying that uh you either, uh, when people say you win or you learn, like I say, and I hated that because, um, not even the same conviction in your voice. You had yeah. too much conviction, dude. Yeah. I, I meant it when I said it, like yeah. the, the, what I was saying, we heard it short, short answer, short version, people saying you win or learn, they're okay with losing and you shouldn't be okay with losing. I'm not okay with losing. Losing sucks. You should feel that loss, and then that's what makes you learn. You shouldn't be okay with losing. And people that are, like, okay with losing, that, the, that's their excuse. It's like, oh, I learned. You win or learn. No, you're just okay with losing, and we're not okay with that. That's basically what I was saying. Anyway, go back. I'm so <laughs> mad right now. I'm so mad that uh, that's not on there. But anyway, getting uh, like I like to do, like, the whole, like, camp thing like quote-unquote fighter style like put myself in that place dark put myself in like that dark place i like to i like to feel that pain that way i can get that dog inside of me like to really just like go out there and just be ready knowing that i've made myself tired over and over again there's nothing that this person is going to do to me that i haven't already done to myself type deal like really like on some suffering type stuff like i love that that suffering feeling like when you're like 10 11 rounds in and you're just like dead i love that feeling yeah and see that a lot of people don't they don't find peace in that and they don't find comfort that's how you to me yeah. that's how you win like you can't and like i knew that to myself like leading up like i did none of that to work i didn't deserve to win like i'm a firm believer like you got to work for your wins you you can't just go out there some people can I, I couldn't so um i i actually have a, a good story that's not my story so i'm gonna let taylor tell it on exactly what you just said brandon mccatherine told her that you got to have four things um and you got to experience them and i think that was one of your four yeah that was um oh gosh i don't even know where to start so i I haven't been injured for a couple of months, but I've been like out of the game mentally, like how you're talking about people leave the game. And I just, I wasn't interested in jujitsu. I wanted nothing to do with it. I rolled with Jimmy a couple of times and I was like, all right, I got it out of my system. Like, I'm cool. I don't need to do it for a while. The only thing that kept me on the mats was women's class. But, um, 
I had started kind of getting my interest back. I was starting to kind of come around, and then we went to Costa Rica, and that, like, it just lit me on fire all over again. And I got to spend a lot of time with Lindsay and Brandon McCatherine. And um, I was up one night. It was late one night because they actually stayed at the same house that we did. And I was talking about uh, competing. And Brandon told me I needed to, that if I was going to be a leader in the gym, I needed to compete. That, But I made the comment that I didn't feel like a blue belt. I said... Sometimes, like, I just feel like I need to give that thing back. This ain't for me. And he said that since I feel that way, I need to compete and prove it to myself that I am on that level. Because if not, my insecurities will translate to the people I'm coaching. And uh, I told him, like, I hate competing. I've only done it twice. And it's like I'm full of anxiety the whole time. The minute I even start thinking about it to the minute I'm on the mat competing. I'm nauseous. I'm anxious. I can't sleep. Like, it's just awful. And I don't like feeling that way. And he said, that's why you need to do it. And uh, he told me that every person needs to compete in four ways. The first one being really prepared. Give yourself time to prepare. Go out there. Win. Mark the competition. Second way, be really prepared. Put yourself through the stress, the fight camp, eating healthy, and come up short. Third way, don't prepare. Go out there and win. And the fourth way is don't prepare and lose. And every one of those ways will teach you something. Um, Because sometimes you're going to come up short. No matter how hard you try, no matter how much you prepare, you're not always going to win. And sometimes your skill is just there. You can rely on what you've learned, your muscle memory. And um, he spent a lot of time with me that night. He was showing me some wrestling stuff. He he really just kind of what's the word like amped me up, like he gave lit me one a fire of those under you to want to go compete. Yeah, and like, dude, he's such a good coach. Yeah, he just like amped me up and was like, "This is what you need to do if you're going to be a leader." And ever since that night, I'm like, "All right, let's do it." And I've been like, "What was it last night?" Not before last. I was like, oh, I really don't want to do adult class. I'm tired. Uh, It was a live drill night, I think. And I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. It's funny how that works out. Yeah. But um, I did it anyway. I was like, nope. I've decided, you know, I'm doing this. I've already told everyone I'm competing in the beginning of the year. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm doing it. And, oh, my goodness, I got smashed all night. It was terrible. I felt like I was going to throw up by the end of it. I was like, oh. I'm dying, but it was it was the best thing for me. It was to really just get out there and keep pushing, keep making headway. So say all that to say the four things. I'm taking my first one, or hopefully my first one. Hopefully I'll be really prepared and go in in January, but I might be really prepared and come up short. So, but I'm doing the whole eating healthy and really trying to put in the work and do different exercises and. Yeah. Get ready to She's see even how it goes. got us like uh the like these people are like bringing groceries to our house like meals made or something. We're talking about that. Yeah, today. I'm thinking about it. Looking at it. I'm doing your list backwards. I just did two comps two weeks in a row. Just completely unprepared. And I got smashed. I didn't prepare and I hurt someone's knee. One <laughs> submission. I guess next one is to get fully prepared and lose. 
Well, I think I, mean, I think everyone needs to do their list differently. But you can't plan to lose, like, right? Like, well, when she's doing this list, it makes don't complete, go out there planning to lose. Yeah, well, it makes complete Insert sense. rant here, Coach Jimmy. Well, it makes complete sense what you said, mm -hmm. but I'm like, you can't choose which one happens, right? I mean, I think you can. can like, in the in the heat of things, I think you can. Like going back to that, like his rant that everybody got to miss. But like, Man, I'm so ill about that. Like, <laughs> like me, I, I knew when I was done, and I knew when I wanted out, and I was like, all right, I don't want to win. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want it that bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it. And so that in that moment, I decided that I lost. Oh, dude, and I did so that. It was like another minute or so went by, and he finally like got my neck, and I was like, all right, I'm out. So, mm -hmm. how does that feel now? Um, I'm not gonna get tired no more. Like, yeah, that was your learning moment, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get tired. Like you don't want to get tired and quit, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm, we back. We back on the grind. Yeah. One I mean, of the matches I lost two weeks ago, the first competition, I actually felt good about it, even though I lost. He he won, beat me on points, but he was more tired than I was. Like I felt good, mm. and he was about to die. It looked like. Uh, you nice. said you had a second question for Zach. Oh, you know what it is. I uh, we ask everybody this that comes on. Uh, it's, it's really like a two-part thing. Number one, uh, have you ever been in a real fight? And if the answer is yes, the second part of that, can you describe it and make us feel like we were there? No, never been in a physical altercation. He's lying. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, that brings up, no, you lying. Never. But if we do have someone on here that has never been in one, what, what do you what do you go with that? Oh well, I have had uh, someone on here that's never been in one, and they said I've never been in one. Uh, Doctor Grantham. Okay. Yeah, he said he's never been in a physical altercation. So. Would you rather not talk about it? No, I don't care. I mean, I I'm just I your most. Your most memorable one, like yeah. that you think is like a funny, entertaining story that, or a cool ass story that you can make us feel like we were there. I don't know if I can do a good job illustrating because it like it gets my anxiety back up. Like thinking like <laughs> that's good. I, I get I that get, is a good story. You have to roll after you tell. But it. That, I mean, but that's <laughs> like thinking back to like all of them. Like, I mean, if you grew up like we grew up like, like in the if, area, if yeah, you grew yeah. up like just. I would say more out in like the country area, like we was kind of country hood, just like just, just straight up. Like you, <clears throat> you was gonna fight. Like it was you gonna, had to. Like or you was gonna be that that guy that just you you gonna fight your your brothers, your cousins, your friends. Like you fighting because I'm. What else is there to do? And not only that, they're gonna. Not only that, are they like, oh, you kin to us? You got to learn to hold your own, and then they want to fight you just to make you tough, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, my my brothers, they're like my cousin. They're my first cousins, but we're brothers. Like we grew up together. They were my next door neighbors. Like one was like twelve. The other, or they're five. One's five years older than me. One's four years older than me. And they like all. They like were they turn like 12 and they grew to what the same size they are now like one's like 5 11 like was like 180 the other one was like 6 2 like 300 like the whole time we were growing up and like they would like 
beat the shit out of me, like, straight up, like, family, like, if you're watching this, like, <laughs> they bullied the shit out of me, like, just Where were y'all at? <laughs> Everywhere. No, talking about, like, your family, like, why didn't y'all stop this? They didn't care. I'm just playing. <laughs> they cared, but it just was, like, to it to them, it wasn't as big or as serious because it's like, oh, they're boys will be boys. They're playing or whatever, right? Yeah. Serious when you're in it. There's two yeah, brothers. Yeah, it's you getting your ass whooped. It was, matters. There was two brothers I grew up across the street from, and I throw one down, the other jump on my back. Get him off, the other one's back up. Mm -hmm. up. <laughs> I mean, we eventually became that way. Not at, at the beginning. All right, so. Uh, All right, uh. <clears throat> I, I think my best one, um, so, like, it was, like, right after I graduated high school, like, and I was, I was, like, I hadn't seen nobody in probably, like, two or three weeks, and my friends, like, come hang out with us at this party, and then, like, and I was, like, all right, cool, but I really don't want to go, because I'm not really cool with the people that's going to be there, and they're, like, no, nah, it's going to be fine, and I was, like, no, nah, I don't think it's going to be all right, I don't. So you knew before you got yeah, there. I had it in my mind that I was going to, like, I wasn't taking. Oh, you no, was going there to fight. Like, I wasn't taking no bullshit because I knew it was going to be bullshit. Like, I knew that it was like, they, they don't like me. I don't like them. It's not a smart idea. Like, it's gotcha. going to happen if I go. And they was like, no, nah, it's going to be fine. And I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. All right. So we go, we get there. Everything's fine when we get there, and you know, uh, teenagers, they get they get to drinking, they get they get that liquid courage, and then they're like, "Hey, like let's start bullshitting with each other." And I was like, "Like you know, just getting on each other's head, clowning type shit." And I was like, "I really didn't want to deal with all that," and I was like, "I kind of separated myself from that," and then I was like off by myself, and then. The little ringleader, he said something to me. And I can't exactly remember. It was like, just, it was something like, not even like serious, like, uh, he don't fuck with us or something like that. And I was like, you damn right, I don't fuck with y'all. And then it was like, what you say? And I was like, I said, like, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I illustrate when I, I was like, I said, I don't fuck with y'all. Like, we ain't cool. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to sit out here and clown on each other. I don't, y'all don't like me. I don't like y'all. That's, I'm, I'm not trying to insult each other. Well, he was like, okay. And then, that next thing I know, this just group just starts, comes walking towards me. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. Let's just fight. Let's, I, I, I had a beer in my hand. I just set my beer down. I was like, all right, it's about to happen. And at the time, like, this, this was stupid to me, like, I got like a fucking wrestler stance, like, all right, I'm about to, <laughs> this, this son of a bitch come over and fucking hit me. I probably was like a, just a two. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Let me get this, let me get my lick back and grab that some. Like, I had like always been a fan of MMA, so I knew like, I knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to clinch. I want to clinch this fella. Cause like growing up, like we fought each other. So I kind of knew like what I want to do. Like, I ain't trying to sit out here and, like, trade with this man. This man's he was probably, like, six foot, like, you know, that this long, stocky-ass build. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to get punched in the face. That shit sucks. People talk about, like, they like to fight. No, fighting's not fun. Nobody wants to fight. 
And so anyway, I get him like in a little clinch. I got a rant about that. Too. And so I start like punching him. And then like he pushed me off. And this was the only time in my whole life like I've ever did a double leg. Never done a double leg in jujitsu. Never done a double leg in wrestling. But in this situation, I hit a double leg and like got on top and like kind of moved to like this side control. You know what I'm saying? And it was just about to start throwing elbows. And next thing I know, all these motherfuckers on me grabbing me. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to get jumped. Well, they didn't jump me. But next thing I know, this fella starts to take his fingers and dig them in my eye. So I bit the piss out of him, just straight up. Like, <laughs> I bit that finger, and he moved that finger off. And then they, like, separated. It's like, what? Like, and they was like, oh, you still want some? And I was like, I was on top. Like, you know? Like, they was like, you don't want us to let him go? I was like, let him go. Let's let's keep fighting. I'm not. I'm, I'm fine. Let's keep fighting. No, no. It's over. No. He he wants to keep fighting. I'm, I'm fine. We'll keep fighting. Y'all let him go. And I was like, no, you need to get the hell on. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's fine too so like we all round up get back in the car and my friend uh daniel he was like what the fuck was that why why were you at then i was like do you not remember the conversation that we had like i don't want to be around these people but yeah that's awesome <clears throat> just biting random folks <laughs> don't put your finger in my eye <laughs> that's hilarious yeah i have a different reaction i tried to take your eyes yeah <laughs> that's what that was the reaction now you're gonna put your finger in my eye i can bite yours you won't have a finger anymore i won't have a I, you'll blind me but you won't have that finger anymore <laughs> that's hilarious but well, that's, that was awesome. I love those little things. We're going to clip all those and just do like a, just a YouTube montage. My favorite one thus far is Coach Stevens. I hadn't heard it. Oh, my God. I'll, do, I'll go look it up. Dude. No need to go down a rabbit bro, hole. Bro, that is my favorite one this far. I like that. Him slamming that dude. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. That's my favorite one thus far. Um basically this dude had a big old shirt on steven thought he was a lot bigger than he was they were gonna fight and he grabbed him going like lift him up but when he lifted him up he was just super light like you know how like you go to pick up a box or something and you're prepared for it to be really heavy that was a style back then and then you grab it and it's really light he said that's how this dude was he said when he hit the ground he said he said i just Boom! And he said it was bad. Man, them 2005 fits, boy, they'd have folks confused. Yeah, Steven said, I thought he was big. He said, but when I grabbed him, it was like paper. <laughs> I just slammed him. But uh, he said that uh, he, had, uh, he had one dude that was picking on him. And he was like, man, he's just picking on me, like beat him up. He's like, then he realized he had a little brother, so he went and beat up his little brother because he couldn't beat him up. He said he felt good about it, too. He said, I went home happy. He said, hell, I'm still happy about that. Don't beat me up. I have another one that is pretty good, just circulating. Yeah, let's go. I mean, all right, so this is a trilogy fight. <laughs> this, this is a trilogy. This so is, was this the first or second time? Uh, I'll start at the first and go up to the trilogy. <laughs> okay. So, like, 
um, it's middle school. It's me and my cousin Slade. Like he always like picked on me and shit. And we was at the the church youth group, and like I was like always been like a bigger kid, and he was like he was just trying to impress folks. So he was just picking on me. And so he like lifted my shirt up and like front of the girls there. It was like ha ha fat ass. And I oh, like God. just like punched him. And then he was like, Rrr. and then he like grabbed me, like threw me down and just started like wailing on my ass. I was like, I was like in the sixth grade. Like I was every bit of like five, three, probably like 170, 180. And he was like, he's been an athlete his whole life. He was like 5'11, 180. And just beat the shit out of me. And I was like, all right. I, I kept that in my mind for a lot, a long, long time. <laughs> so I'm training jujitsu because of you, fucker. Uh, about three years roll around. Uh, this is the second one. And then this, like, he had just got back from the Navy. And uh, he had got drunk. And he wanted to, to box because, we, you know, you just grow up boxing and shit like that and wrestling. Probably carried gloves around in the car and shit. Yeah. We all did that. Like, the, the fucking, like... Sock them, rock them, the big, big The training ones. gloves. Yeah, the plastic ones that you could buy at, like, Walmart. <laughs> like, those that you should never spar in. Like... It's basically like hitting somebody with cotton balls yeah, on the hand. Just, just nothing. It's not protection. And like we used to like box each other, like, and I say, I mean, quote unquote box. Yeah. And but anyway, I got a story about those. And like, just like we we got out there in the yard, and he he was like starting that 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 shoving shit, and I was like, okay, but he didn't realize like I had like just started like lifting weights, and I I, I wasn't that same kid anymore. Like I wasn't gonna lay down and like do that. I had I had developed my mind a little. A little harder, like, I'm willing to die on this hill kind of thing. Like, you're not going to punk me. We're going to have to kill each other out here. So we fought to, like, we both were just, like, done. And it was like a draw. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, it, it was like everybody that was there was like, yeah, he probably don't want to fight you again. Like, because we, it was like, uh, he didn't win, but you didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, like, kind of thing, like, a draw. The next year, I had done growing up a little more, still been at it, and he's just gotten lazier and lazier since he's been in the military. This is y'all's y'all's countrymen, just out here. Um, he had got drunk yet again, and I was like, okay. He, he started that that shit talking, and so I was like, I went to lay down. This month, you have you been wrestling at this point and stuff? No, you hadn't started wrestling. Like just not like with the whole, oh uh, slap boxing. You know, everybody knows what's up with slap boxing. Huge slap boxing fan. One of the funnest things you can do with your homies, just sit around, just slap boxing. You get out so much, just anger, you have fun, you just slap boxing. I've been doing that a lot in the locker rooms and stuff, so I picked up kind of small little things. But anyway, this I go to lay down for the night. This man barges in the room and just starts punching me in the head. I like defend, I like, I guess it would, what you would call a shrimp. Like I shrimp off the bed and just like this Hail Mary, like from back here, country boy right hand <laughs> to the fucking like side of his head. He fuck. he was drunk. I mean, like he was drunk. 
But I hit him, and it knocked him down. And when he fell, he hit his head on the doorknob and busted his shit up bad. I just hear my uncle like, what was that? And then, like, he goes in there. He's, he's Daddy, Daddy, Zach hit me. And then he's like, he's got all this blood just running down. He's like, and then my uncle's like, what did you hit him with? And I was like, my fist. <laughs> just, it was my fist. He was like, what? what's on? And then it was like, oh, he hit his head on the doorknob. And he said after that that he's done. He doesn't want to fight me no more. He really doesn't want to fight you now. Just let put that out there. Yeah, uh, straight oh, up. He really doesn't want to fight you now. Yeah. That you're that guy now. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Like, I am but all those like ass whoopings, like, oh, y'all weren't getting those ass whoopings like I was getting. So I got hard. Y'all had nobody <laughs> to whoop y'all's ass. Y'all was soft. Y'all, y'all was just whooping ass. Y'all weren't getting. So y'all yeah. didn't know how to take them. I had that drive behind me. That's right. Well, dude, that was fun. Uh, hopefully, I can pick up my rant off of her mic and like jack it up. It'll be a little noisy, but. If not, I'm just going to clip it out and y'all can hear me talk about the rant that you never got to hear. It'll just be like one of those things we talk about. Remember that time Jimmy ranted for 25 minutes and you couldn't, and his mic was muted? Every day. Every day. These guys are used to it, but they're life lessons. There's a lot of things in it that's useful that'll, that'll help you as a person. Uh, anyway, I think that's a good way to, to get off. You got anything you want to say, Sam? Mm, I'm good. That was a, I think that was a good conversation. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed uh, Zach's uh, take on competition and, like, his mindset and stuff. I've been trying to get him on here for a while. I'm glad you was on here, Zach. Miss um, Taylor, you yes, got sir. anything you want to add? I don't think so. Yeah, she ready to go home and snuggle her <laughs> puppy. I was about to say, I know it wasn't Zach's story about uh, a fight, but I just remember a story he told. We ain't going to go down a rabbit hole. Just keep your hands up. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's, that's the one I thought he was gonna. No, tell. I know it wasn't his fight, but it is a memorable, memorable fight. Go ahead. No, that's up to you. That's up to you. Yeah, I, I, that one's that funny. Saying, like, keep your hands up. That one's funny. All to right, me. I'm not gonna say no names in it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna go into. It. I can't go into. Right. It. Yeah. Maybe that's me off record. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll message you then. <laughs> yeah, what's the gram? Uh, what is my new gram? <laughs> you don't even know what his new gram is. Yeah, hold up. It's Coach Jimmy I, underscore Tech. No, That's the one. No, no, we ain't talking. Bam underscore Bam underscore Lee. <laughs> Zach underscore Carrie underscore. Follow me on the gram. Yeah. Make sure it's the right one because he don't look at the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's the right one because I messaged this fool the whole time he was at home. He thought no one cared and about him. I was him. like, this man... <laughs> Is not ignoring me. And then he like got back. He's like, y'all motherfuckers don't care about me at all. And he messaged me. You don't write. You don't call. <laughs> I had been messaging you on Facebook. I would send you stuff on Facebook. Yeah, that's true. And then I would respond to his, I would respond <laughs> to his page that, didn't, that he didn't use anymore. God. All right. That shows y'all how good I am at, um, uh, at, Social media stuff. That's probably why I'm not successful. Yeah, you sent me something yesterday or day before, and I like, what? 24 hours went by. He, he answered my question in person the next day. <laughs> Do you not know Jimmy? Like, what the, that's just how it is. He's like, I'm going to let him stew on it. Let him think about it. I got to ask you something. Go ahead. That's what Jimmy will do. I got to ask you something. What? And then not, not respond. respond. 
what the fuck do you have to tell me? My tell favorite me. is when he stops in the middle of a sentence. He'll be like, so I was going to tell you, uh. Like, it's one of those, because he does, like, he'll get sidetracked, but he does hear what you say. But then, like, if you're talking and he's looking at his phone or a game, like, just halfway through, you're like, wait a sec. Like, are you still listening to me? This is how I like this. Like, jumping Jimmy. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what wait, I like. Do I just need to keep talking? Like, I know you can, you know, multitask, but I feel right now you're not listening. I usually <laughs> just walk away. And then, like, five minutes later, he'll go, where'd you go? <laughs> He's like, hold on, we ain't going to end on this. <laughs> no, no, I think this is a good way to end. What do you think, Zach? The show. With my... My closest people to me in the world attacking my character, acting like I don't listen. I'm not attacking character. We're just talking about answering, paying attention. I'm always paying attention because you're a ninja. Because I'm a ninja. <laughs> you guys, I hear y'all's conversations y'all be having. I know what's up. No, I'm just kidding. He was right. buying on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Before we sign off. I do not do that. Yes, you do. You Hold called on. me in the middle of class. Oh, that's my oh, that's question. Different. No, that's my question. You've done it to me, too. You text or call in the middle of us running a class. Do you think we're going to answer while we're running the class? I thought he was dying. I did answer. He called me like three times. And I was like, what's wrong? Uh, that, that's an honest question. Why, why was I calling? Someone was struggling with the oh, I don't know why you called me because I didn't answer. <laughs> I'm running class. So uh, let me explain. <laughs> I have been at home with a back injury. This was before the back injury. No, it was. <laughs> this was when no. you caught her that time. No, it was. We was that going, was, that we was, was coming back for Barry. Who was? We was. Oh, no, that was way long time ago. That <laughs> was you caught her. She was like, hey, uh, such and such is, he ain't getting it. You need to go back. You need to go through that with him. It's like, Dude, it's 745. They're still in the middle of they they're like 15, 30 minutes into class over there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah, I with that day, I, I I seen her struggling with answering the thing, and I was like, Oh, I know this. Let me help her. And that the day that she's talking about, I was actually I was injured and she was running class, and then I I told her, like, hey, the problem that he's having is he's not opening up his hips. Uh, with Bam. He wasn't stapling his leg. Yeah, he wasn't stapling his leg like, uh, to open his hips. And uh, with Bam, he had something going on. But I, I was literally <laughs> just pulling the cameras up to, like, look. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this and this and this. If I was standing there in class, I would have just walked over there and helped them and let them continue the class. But I wasn't there, and I know that I'm going to forget. I will never remember that thing again, ever. So I try to let people know right then. So if I ever actually look at the camera, then I want to answer the question or help. So I call. But then when they, if they wait to call me back, I don't remember. And that's it. I'll call you back after class because I'm in class. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, oh, hold on, guys. <laughs> Jimmy phone ring. He's going yeah. to see who it is. No, I don't. Yeah. Give me call and let's see what let's see what pointers he got. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I'm at home injured and that's the only the only thing I get to do. And we're everybody's trying to take it away from him. Yeah. I really thought he was dying that night because I had my phone on the Mac. So I was right after he got injured right. and my phone kept ringing and ringing and ringing and I was like 
What's wrong? I called it. Oh, I called it three times. As he's laying in bed, unable to move. This was still in his unable to move phase. Yeah, I like where I was still entering. Yeah, like, like I, was, I couldn't. I couldn't like walk. I couldn't get out of bed to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so. and he's calling me. And he's like, "Oh, tell him this." What? You called me three times. I thought you were dead. <laughs> well, this is Tech Talk. Thank you guys for joining us. This is Miss Taylor, Coach Bam Bam, and our boy Zach. Thank you so much for being on here. Zach, um, he's a staple in our gym. Love having him. He is literally the driving force behind uh, a lot of our team camaraderie and competition. And he is the guy. He's the man here. So we about to say, Taylor should uh talking about your next comp coming up get was that oh yeah we were talking uh the other day good deal mm. yeah and to end it we're uh we're i'm gonna find out about my back and all that stuff and my goals so i'm gonna end with my goals because this is important to me my goal is to get my back to the point that i can start building muscle and start carrying more muscle on my frame and like build muscle on my back to stop that to where I can actually compete again. That is my goal. I'm speaking it into existence right now. I'm going to get healthy enough and strong enough that I can actually go and compete again and like do that for myself and also for my gym as a whole so they get to see me what I look like when I'm committed and actually trying to take care of myself, eat healthy, and build muscle. So when's that's this my podcast goal. come out? Oh, uh, this one will be next Thursday. So on Thursday. Yes. Okay. Never mind. Why? <laughs> no, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, we decided earlier before you got here. Uh, next Thursday is Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. This comes out on Veterans Day, so happy Veterans Day, uh, day everyone. I talked about whooping a serviceman's ass. <laughs> Happy, oh. veterans. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day. But anyway, we're going to have open mat that day for a gym. I was going to say, tell them when it was, but this comes out the same day. So, yeah, gotcha. So, uh, I'll probably, I'll just post that in the, in the title. So, when it comes out, everybody will get the, the I think we we're going to do, uh, like open mat 11 to 1. 11 to 1. So and yeah. then regular classes are canceled. Right. Well, I'll post in it. So, tentatively. Tentatively, we're thinking we're just going to cancel class and just do open mat around lunch. Cool. I will uh, I will post that on the Tech Talk page, and I will post that on, the, uh, like, early. And then I'll post it, um, like, on all of our Tech tech Center stuff. Yeah. And then uh, it'll even be mentioned in the title of this one. So, cool. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Tech Talk. Peace.